Just make sure. It's working? Reading? Yeah. So you could just like clip that to your to your mess thing. My lapel? Like he has, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a loud talker. Where's that gotta be? Yeah. What's different? Oh, this is the pro report. You want, you want me to do voice memo instead? Oh, I I just did. I don't. I think that's right. Yeah. I'm just gonna do that because it's going. This makes sense right here. Is that good? You're gonna edit this, right? Yeah. Because I can get a little off track, and I'm kind of a boring guy. No worries. Okay, so that is just absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, your self-confidence is just, come on. Uh, uh, Alright, we're good there? Hold on. My let's, pain uh, it's a little low, man. Are we going to get my neck back? Okay, let's just say I, go, I get off track, okay? That's where we go. We go where we go. Alright. There's Dude, no structure. There's, yeah. The key thing of doing video and... Uh, this might have to get just a little bit closer to get Authenticity. Though, so. Is there, um, can you talk about strippers and things like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to be facing each other? No. Well. Alex is going to use his B-roll and put it somewhere. He'll bring it up nine months from now and make fun of me in some time. Right? Yeah. I think he needs to move the chair back. I so. Like, I mean, we look tall, though. When it's closer? Give me a taller chair. Oh, no, no, I was kidding. Okay. Thank you. Not us. No, not no. us. Thank you. Well, well, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys look like they can eat. <laughs> cool. It's been a good hour since I've had anything to eat. I'm, I'm okay for it. So have you done this with uh, Timmy Ingen yet? Mm -mm. He'd be a good one. I don't know Tim. Oh, you don't? I don't know. We're oh, not, we're not friends like that. Yeah, you should do him. I will. I'm, that, I'm surprised will do you him. don't. I thought you did. Tim? I don't know Tim. I know I know people who know Tim. Yeah. It's my buddy. Uh, I know. The, I'm familiar with the last name. Yes. Uh, but uh, I don't. He's yeah, rail side lot. Tuesdays. With a bunch of his buds. I think that's the only time he plays there. I was bad at the Tuesday game. No, it's not Tuesday. Or yeah, it is. It's Tuesday after we... I didn't do very many Tuesdays. I had to... Um, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday I don't know. He would be a good one. I, I ran into him yesterday. Sensation. Yeah, that's right. Sensation has... Uh, yeah, members only night. <laughs> they do. They have a two ninety nine uh, salmon <laughs> salmon buffet. <laughs> oh, God. Is that place still open? I don't know. I think it is. Is it out by Woodland still? Yeah. That that yeah. Dingy old place. Yeah. yeah I think, yeah, I think it's open. still open. Are you kidding me? It looks like it should have shut down like fifteen years. Oh, ago. I know. They should take over the upstairs of AK Rex. Hmm. Um, episode five. Who have you done on this thing? Who have you done? I've done uh, uh, grass. Uh, Andrew Grass Ice. Yeah. Done, uh, 
I did a guy by the name of Bradley Hartman, who is uh, we work with in the in the lumber building materials section. He, but he, we did that in Arizona. Okay. We did uh, Jordan Bush, Jordan Bush Jeff and Jeff Longchamp, who owns uh, Elk Brewing and Election Source. Got it. What about Hot Lover? We'll get Hot Lover. Wouldn't that back. be a classic? That would be a classic. That would be a classic. We'll do Hot. We'll do Hot Lover. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was it was our team of brilliance who ran the uh, uh, drone into the wall. That was the story. Remember that? Did, did you hear that story? No. So we, we did a drone. drone video and we flew it through his house for to sell that house that he that he had there. Oh, I did hear the story. We you, did yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, good. It's good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hops and Handshakes. I am here with my friend. Mr. Brian Hogan, thank you for joining us on episode number five. You bet. First of all, we'll shake hands first. We'll shake. Good to see you. And then we we cheers because this is hops. This is not all right. Not just handshakes. Your beer's darker than mine, so you're a bigger man. <laughs> bigger man or compensating <laughs> too? Uh, who knows? That will remain quiet. So, Brian, tell us a little about yourself. Alrighty. Um, grew up here locally. Okay. Uh, Wyoming. All right. I was uh, a Rogers High School graduate. All right. Part of the great, uh, the great dynasty of 1983 and 84 basketball there under Harry Hudson. Dynasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you guys were. It good. sure was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We never won state, but we went there a lot. <laughs> That's good. So That's it is good. what it is, right? Um, so. You still have your varsity coat. I have my varsity jersey. Do you really? Yeah. You? Yes, and That's my cool. son wears it well. Oh, does he? Yeah. I can't fit in there. So, yeah, I graduated from there and then um, honestly, I was uh, I wasn't ready for college. I was uh, probably a little bit on the immature side. Okay. When it comes to just finding yourself. Yeah, it, I was not prepared to go and study really hard, okay? Kay. So, went into the working world, worked at Gordon Foods uh, for two years. Sure. Did the, the night shift, you know, and I got to a point where I just said, okay, this is not the way I want my life to be. Sure. So, I, uh, I enrolled in the Davenport and got my degree from there. You're pretty years. passionate about those people over there. I am very passionate about Davenport University. What a great place to, to go to college, Good. especially now. Good. When I went there, no sports, no no campus life. They were still um, staking their claim then. They sure yeah. were. They were downtown here on, on, on yeah. Fulton, and uh, there was nothing really, there. really top-notch sports programs. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. They, have, uh, they have really strived at that. Yeah. And... I actually have a, a guy that works for me, manages uh, some accounts, and he's a two-time national hockey champion. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I have another girl that graduated from there, and she's a rugby champion from there. Wow. So a national champion. Danport's got national champion after national championship. Awesome. Yeah, they, awesome. it's a great place to be, and there's a lot of energy down there on that campus. So I miss that, though. But That's why there's tailgating. Yeah. Yep, yes. So, talk to us about the uh, progression of the business. You're at Gordon Foods. Mm -hmm. You moved forward from that. 
and and talk about where you talk about there and then where you are now because uh, I mean you've done some pretty remarkable things and um, have quite a quite a company now. Yeah, I've uh, I've gotten lucky too. Um, there's a lot of luck in it, <laughs> but being at the right place at the right time with the right people. Okay, that is as extremely important. Obviously, to be in the right place and to be with the right people at the right time, you still have to have you have to have your head screwed on straight, and you gotta know what you're doing, and you, you gotta you gotta have life together. So there's there's a they go hand. I think luck goes hand in hand with a direction that you so choose and that you travel down yeah. with specific intent. Yeah, there's truth to that. Um, it's uh, if you keep do, trying over and over, keep going over and over, it gets you can get a little luckier as long as you keep showing up, right? Yeah. I don't want people. To, I don't want. I don't want people to hear this because I know you more than uh, more than most in this area. I don't want people to say like you just fell into this and you're just lucky and you were sitting here at a bar and and then just something just happened and now you got a great business. Yeah, well, everybody really has a little luck, right? Everybody does have a little luck, but let's not dis- discount the, the effort that went towards, uh, All right. towards it as well. So just yeah. agree with me that there's a balance there? There is a big balance. All right, I'll let you there's, go on. There's <laughs> a big balance. <laughs> okay. So I got involved in the industry that I am, which is high-tech building services, custodial maintenance. Mm-hmm. And I got actually got involved in it when I graduated from Davenport. I, I joined a company that was distributing Rubbermaid 3M in Johnson Wax products. Okay. And I just latched on to that world of working with custodial and maintenance and facility people. Mm-hmm. And I sold the crap out of it. I mean, I'd just gotten married, just had a, a, a child. Um, so I had a lot to work for. and. It really was a big motivation. It was a significant step in maturity from yeah from five minutes ago when you said right hey I was struggling so it, and it was you're right your attention. there was a six year period there where I <laughs> I uh, I was kind of living the dream and then I grew up real quick real quick <laughs> so again right place at the right time I met a gentleman by the name of Steve Lemon who had just purchased a a company custodial maintenance company with with one account and I got the phone call from him and he wanted me to to show him how to do stuff uh, within that industry and how did he know you beforehand he didn't it was just a phone call out of nowhere and that's where I say that that's just being in the right that I got the right phone call at the right time and that that part was lucky the yeah. effort leading up to that part, being successful in your in your current position, sure. probably generated some of that luck to have that call. Yes, and then knowing what to do Next. Yes. with it from there. It's a great phone call. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? I worked with him um, for for a month, and the funny thing is, um, the one account that he purchased was Davenport University, the the custodial maintenance there. Sure. So, you know, how it evolves. <laughs> so I knew the campus like the back of my hand, right. and, and, and I, could, uh, I could nurture him. I could show him how to do certain things, how to, how to run a crew, how to do floor care, specialty, stuff like that. And I, it wasn't even 30 days into, into our relationship, and he wanted to take me out to lunch, and he slid a piece of paper across the table and said, you're gonna come work for me. 
and I'm going to pay you this much. And my went home, talked to my wife. We didn't blink an eye. I, I'm I, gone. Good. Yeah. Awesome. And from there, uh, again. Was it the money? Was it the opportunity? Was it Steve? It was the opportunity. All, all the, okay. Yeah, it was Steve too. Yeah. What a what what a guy. It's very you know? important to have the right people around you, like you said. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and he's I admire him. He's why I'm where I am today. He, Mentor. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a in a very cool way too. Yeah. It just you know. Real. Yeah. yeah. Right. So together, we 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 built the company. We built it from one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to you know thirteen thirteen million a month or a, a year. I mean, so wow. uh, you know That's we did growth. that. It's growth, yeah. Talk about that. Where was the where was the uh, where did what point in the business? And we'll correlate it with revenue. What point in the business did you really feel like you started to get wind? Like you really started to feel like the wind at your back a little bit? Because the the early days, it's still a grind. Yeah, it was hard. It's hard. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of late nights, uh, long days. Yeah. 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 When did you feel like, okay, maybe it's not getting easier, but you get better problems? Like growth problems instead of... Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly right. You, You learn the problems. Also, the problems you're going to have, you already know when they're going to happen, how they're going to happen, and you're prepared for them. So, you know, being prepared is 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 got to be really important to not only the growth but the success of a, a business. Sure. Um, but I I think you know once you establish good people around you that are going to work for you and they trust you. Um, and they take ownership in who you are and what what you want them to do. Yeah, what you stand. That that's when I that's when I found okay I I got people I can really rely on, mm-hmm. and I that's can. Everything. Yeah, it's it's all about. Especially in your business. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. It's all about who you surround yourself with in that. Would you sense. say that you started to really capture to get that traction at like a million bucks maybe in revenue, or was it? It was probably a little a little further along than that. Um, I say I was closer probably to two point five to. Th- the 3.5 okay. where you know because the the growth was just it happened so fast that we you know you're you're treading while you're you're just looking for sure you're swimming your so ass free. off so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie um, <laughs> uh, so from 0 to 125 to 2.5 million would you say that that chunk was harder or just as hard to go from 2.5 to 13 no, I would say that was easy. Which it, it was it was easy to get the business. Okay. It was easy to get the business. Easier than it, it was for the example you just used. Gotcha. From three point five on. Um but it, it just happened so fast. You don't so you, you don't just, realize you just, it. And and you know what we've talked about this off I mean you, for people that haven't lived the life of cash flow and understanding that in business, you can grow yourself out of business if you're not careful. Yes. It's purely cash flow. I almost did a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not hard to do. Yeah. And if you're sitting there and you're like, you don't really understand that concept or that, that's like, how could it? Sales are good. Profits are good. Right. Um, well, there's a lag time sometimes of getting paid and expensive. Yeah. And it's a, it's a real thing. It's, it's scary sometimes. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Yes. Um, so, and you learn from that too. You learn how to you grow. Yeah. 
yet. So talk to me. Uh, one of the things I do admire about you more so than most of the people I've met in my life is you have a strong sense. I shouldn't say sense. You're really good at balance, in my humble opinion, knowing you. Thank you. Whether you show it or not. It's, well, some, peop some people, even if something's bothering you, you're pretty good at like externally not showing it as much. But I still think your outlook on family, your religion, your business, what your impact on life, and just having that balance, I think it's really like healthy. Is that inherent? Is that something you've learned along the way? Have you ever strayed one direction where you've worked too much or you did family too much? Or like, where did, where did, I guess number one, do you agree with me saying that you have a pretty good balance? Yes. And number two, why? It's a good question. Um, I can contribute that to many different factors in my life. Sure. M my wife being probably number one. Mm -hmm. um, she is hands down the person that keeps me not only grounded, but keeps everything around me in its in its place, for gotcha. sure. Gotcha. And then, you know, the kids start coming along, mm -hmm. and, and they incorporate a whole different perception of who and what you got to be. And you can either take on that responsibility or not. And, and I would never tell anybody not to take that responsibility on, because that's the greatest responsibility in, in, in the world, is nurturing your children and then watching them grow and seeing what they're going to become and then now that you know they're they're we're empty nesters now and i i'm reaping the rewards of all the hard work that tam and i did sure well there's a talent there well i don't know if it's a talent but it's a skill and it's a awareness to you have to be able to see through the bullshit that's happening in the day-to-day because -day, it's very easy to like get caught up in that and then still figure out what's important. Like it's, I mean, I, for me personally, it's very, very easy for me to get bent out of shape on a little nugget, but then, uh, yeah. but then, it, but then if you take a deep breath or you take a little time away, you realize that most of that stuff at the end of the day, overall, if it's not going to matter in five years, it probably doesn't matter today. And that's really hard to do in the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I could, if you're able to keep that kind of balance, you've had to develop this skill to be able to keep things in perspective better than most, maybe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I, me. I'm just doing I, what I'm doing. Yeah, I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of good people that are above and beyond me on right. looking well, at well, you know like the how? structure of their life. What do you mean above? What would what would be better than you and the structure? Like, what what do you think? What do you think would be a better structure than what you've developed for yourself? Oh, you know, I I could be more successful. Where? What is what does that success mean? I could be, you know, I could I could be more of a mentor. I I, I, um, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. mentoring some. Yeah. I, I I try to mentor people every year. Okay. I take and pick and and try to to make them. It's, it's, you know, strive and, and move on with greatness in their life. Um, but you don't ever have enough time nowadays, unfortunately. It's a different world than it was back when Steve and I met, for example. Sure, sure. Time is always in the most demand, right? I mean, it, it, exactly. keeping a pulling run. But it's, yeah. it's funny you say that because this is a little piece that I think, um, you know, I always ask the question on this. It's like, what can the... You know, what do you wish the younger generation, or what do you wish that your kids do or learn um, that maybe 
you didn't uh, you didn't understand it to the level that you understand it now, and you hope that they understand it earlier. Like, what would that be? And then, uh, before you answer that, when you when I asked you success, you said mentoring and giving back. Where if you look on Instagram right now or Facebook, success is money laying on the bed stacks or somebody's Lamborghini or something like that. And you said giving back and mentoring, which I think was really cool. So, um, but what would that be? If there's, you know, the, of, the, of everything you've been through, what would, be, what would be a few of the nuggets or one nugget that you want your kids or somebody that's 16, 18, 20 years old to do better or learn faster than you did? My kids are extremely well-rounded right um, they surpass me in intelligence <laughs> be, be, behavior and I'm not saying my mom and dad were bad parents not at all because I you know I was a good kid I turned out good um, and, and I could share that with my children but I, I think what my what I've instilled into my children that I guess I I think or I wish I could have did better was was have a have a better attitude mm. make better choices and, and the one thing that I I I'm very good at and this is probably my key to a lot of my success is adversity sure I know how to adapt to any circumstance and those three things are what I just I just gave to my kids every day is that is that natural is that self-taught is it both of the adversity part I think that's that's natural I really I really yeah. do I don't know if you can you can teach somebody to adapt well a big part of it is attitude like you said yes you yeah. gotta have the right it attitude is. I mean if there, mm -hmm. there are people I've, we've said this and we've talked about that there are people that read material or digest content to justify the way they want to think already. Right. And then yeah. there's other people that want to learn something new because yeah. they're open to it. Well, the first one is a complete closed mindset because the attitude is basically saying, I'm not willing to learn anything new because the world I know is what I know and it's going to be just that. Right. Versus the other chamber. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like just tell, telling yourself the story that you want to hear and finding content to fulfill it, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's a gift that people have. But I still think it takes refinement, though, too, right? I mean, it's one thing to be open to adversity, but then you got to have the tools to be to, to, to operate in adversity. Well, what would you say your level is when it comes to adversity? Did, is that something you had to learn or be taught, or did it come natural? I can tell you that I sucked at it. Yeah. I can tell you that I suffered, I suffered from a... I didn't suffer, suffered from the right word. I chose a more negative mindset than I have today. So my mindset... Um, made me made it impossible for me to use any natural talent tools that I have to handle adversity. So when I see you, you can walk into a room and be the most loved guy there. How did you how did you get that? What? Um, you adapt to the room. You just you make everybody feel natural. great. That's that's that I appreciate you saying that. I don't I don't know if I entirely agree with that, but that's the uh, He does. That's just natural um, I do have a gift. I can. I understand people. I can put myself in your shoes really quickly. Yeah. I can understand what you're thinking really quickly. Well, that's adversity. Um, yeah. And for from a people standpoint, but adversity is also. Uh, it's you know today it's February second, and payroll is February third, 
and you've grown so much that you have zero cash flow and payroll's going out, you gotta cut a check for $40,000 that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Okay, my people skills might help a little bit in front of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's other things that are adversity, right? Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're defining it differently. So yeah. you still gotta have the tools to know, I mean. Right, I yeah. Can, I mean, what do I do? Go, go hug the banker and say, look, hey, man, I'm your guy. Well, that's where, you, that's where your creativity side's got to take sure, over. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Gotcha. But you're, you were spot on with the attitude part. Yes. Because you don't even travel down that road. You don't even know what you're made of when the, when the attitude tells you. Yeah. You know? I've learned when I do have a, a crummy attitude or a dismal attitude, I've learned how to adapt to that and change it mid-cycle, you know? It's it's an awareness issue. You got to be able to. Get yeah, it. you got you got to be yeah. know your you got to know yourself. You're like I'm 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 going. <laughs> so Brian and I have played some golf together, and I you've actually you've actually caught yourself on the golf course at times where you're like, you know what? I'm just I'm not my head's not in it right. My head's not in it right. You and you adjust. You adjust. Yeah, I we'll try uh, to. Right. That's good. All right. So uh, <coughs> to wrap up here. We, t- we we got a little of your story. Really cool. You've been super successful not only in business. But family and all around, and you've made a commitment here on on this show to do more mentoring. I don't know if you realize that or not, but you basically called yourself out. Yeah. So we'll check in with you and see how that's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last part is we got the nugget for the younger generation. Some of the things, those three things that you focus on with um, with your kids. What is one nugget for somebody inspiring to do something great, or whether it's build a business, whether it's uh, excel in a certain career that takes a lot of time, uh, you know, the handling the adversity, but somebody that wants to do something that's a little bit outside the norm, um, like, like like you've done. What's a nugget of? What's a nugget we can give them? Don't ever be afraid to take a risk. I like that. Don't. Ever be afraid to take a risk? Live on the edge. Yeah, you love that line. Live on the edge. Why? Yeah. Like, why? Because it's going to make you a better person in the end, no matter what. If you succeed or fail, you're still going to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the regret of not taking. And the, that's oh, God. Is that that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? Uh, um, the what ifs. There's a person that we listen to a fair amount uh, by the name of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, and he talks about how when he was younger, um, still a young guy, but he would actually go visit um, you know, uh, nursing homes, and he would inter- he would he would talk to people in the 80s, 90s, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And the most painful part of the process was the look of regret on the things that they wish they had done <laughs> because they don't have the time yeah. anymore. Right. They don't have the energy anymore, and they just can't do it. Yeah, they, would, um, they didn't regret the stuff they had done. It's what they hadn't done. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was what they yeah. had done. It was the um, the crash and burn. The, um, I, I still think there's a there's a there's a perception out there when you take a risk, and that's risky to take a risk. That the the downside is complete and utter death, and like zero out. Like it's not it's it's not a zero sum game. Like you. You travel and you fork in the road. You go this way, and that fork, that path didn't work. Well, maybe we climb back up the hill and we try this one. It's you know that the, you look at any successful person, whether it be they're this much successful or they're this much successful. Sure. They did not get there without taking a risk. True. No, it's just you got to take a risk. Well, you know, I, I'm going to add to that uh, on the last part is. 
I think it's important. Risk is by association, so what we associate risk towards. And I can tell you that if you were to, uh, my where I associate risk is different than most people. Okay. So wherever you associate risk in your head, just by pure association, should drive you to the behavior. So if I, um, I associate risk working for a big company because somebody else is in control of my destiny. Okay. Versus okay. me being in control. Right. True. I don't know if I'm in the majority or the minority for that, but w if I operate from that risky standpoint, my behaviors, my attitudes, going to change, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a very well way to to put it. And I'm sure you got the different. You know, everybody has a different character about them. A little and mind hack. Sure. Yeah. And and some people need that the man telling them what that's to do, fine too. showing them it's what how to you're do. Wired. It's understanding yeah. how you're wired. Yep. Um, all things are not for everybody, right? Right. Brian, thank you for taking so much time out here. Appreciate Isaac, it. Isaac, my pleasure. pleasure. Um, we were here at New Holland Brewing here downtown. What street are we on again? I'm always bad. This bridge? This is, this is bridge. Knickerbocker. Bridge. Knickerbocker. The Knickerbocker. We're at yeah, Knickerbocker. the Knickerbocker. So thank you for the uh, adult sodas that we had here. Um, where's your little... Oh, you got, uh, Brian got a little nipper napper here. Um, I did. Little, this is a beer barrel? Right? It is. All bourbon, right. yeah. Alright, that's for the that's for the throat on a cold day. Let's toast to that and cheers yeah, to the end of this man. thing. Cheers to the end of this thing. Thanks. That wasn't too painful, was it? No, that's fun. I like doing that. Oh my god, I did it, Alex. It's even recorded. You're good. <laughs> You're really good at that. Did you ever think about doing that for a living? I've never thought about doing that, nor have I ever done it before. You like uh you're like, uh, who's the guy that Joe oh. Buck? No, Joe Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Not Joe Buck. Oprah. So <laughs> like Oprah. <laughs> You're way better than her. Oh my gosh. Well, that's funny. No, but you give like really good insight and you come at it from like, what an awesome nugget just to talk about success and then you went to mentorship right after that. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, when you got 700 people you're kind of responsible for, you can you can find people to mentor, you know? It's yeah. not hard. Yeah. And it's fun. It is it is fun. Um, and when you don't got when you don't have any kids at home to do it to anymore. <laughs> you need some other victim. <laughs> some other victim. Well, I didn't ruin those kids, so I'm going to go on to somebody else. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I hope you get through all this mess. Oh, yeah. Where's it? Oh, it's attached to me? Yeah. There you go. I think that was one of my better ones. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think that was good.